1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: TheChairShot.com
3: TheChairShot.com Always
2: Always
3: Use your head.
2: You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head.
4: Might as well I just can get going. Huh? You
3: guys, what a sheet is? What's that? I thought I can explain to you guys what a sheet is.
2: Please do. You said what a what a sheet is?
3: sheets like s h e e t z sheets
2: is that oh, like sheets
4: a, is that a snack of some sort
3: <laughs> it's um where i work it's um probably like a wawa or a royal farms or like a quick trip and things like that on steroids it's like a really good company
4: Ah, okay so that's the name of the quick trip Coast some kind of is that in um where are you in uh, maryland or uh, no I, you're in west virginia know. Maryland. You are in Maryland, okay.
3: I train in West Virginia.
4: Ah, okay. Gotcha. So that's yeah. like the the super seven 11s kind of thing.
3: Yeah, but it's way more better than a seven <laughs> eleven. <laughs> it's a it's a family owned company. So like it's based out of like PA, which is not far from me at all. Okay. So it's not like everywhere and not really taking care of like seven eleven.
4: Is that like a uh, Have you ever been to a Bucky's
3: No, okay. but someone did. I know when uh, people ask me questions and I'm in Milwaukee, they they compare sheets to that. I think.
4: Okay. okay. And I'm
3: like, I, I was like, I had no idea what that is, but sure, we'll go with that.
4: <laughs> I can't do, even do they- think of where the nearest Bucky's is here in Milwaukee. I I, I know I went on a couple of road trips and I've been to one and. It's like the, yeah, it's kind of like that popular place where they have, uh, you know, like little tchotchkes and stuff like that, and you get gas, and they have, you know, kind of a whole deli area, and then...
3: Yeah, that's kind of like what we have, but like, we do crazy things. We put like mozzarella sticks on your burgers, and chips on your burgers, and you can get anything on our menu on your food. It's pretty crazy.
2: So, are the colors like yellow and red? Because that name sounds familiar to me.
3: Yeah, they used to be yellow and red. Now it's like red, black and gray.
2: Okay, and is it like a like a truck stop type deal? Is that what it is?
3: Yeah. It, it can okay. be a truck stop. Um they do have a couple of truck stops towards like Virginia, but um for the most part they have like universal like people can stop here and there.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen those. By the way, for the remainder of this interview, I'm going to call them skeets just because I'm a jerk. So no disrespect to the company. That's I'm just a jerk. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so how does it work out living in Maryland and, and being a Yankees fan? Do you get a lot of shit <laughs> from Oriole and uh, national fans? Um.
3: Yeah, I actually just asked for a bunch of gym clothes. For um, my anniversary, I had because I wanted to wear more gym clothes, like with Yankee stuff on it to the gym because people act so ridiculous about it. <laughs> so boy, they're all big Baltimore Pirates fans, and I want no part of that.
2: <laughs> I don't blame you, but I'm I'm from Cleveland, dear, so I, I kind of have beef with y'all after uh, y'all eliminated <laughs> oh, us last year in the playoffs. So I'm I'm still a little butthurt about that.
3: It's okay there's always one of <laughs> losers some people are just losers
2: <laughs> well i can't even argue with that it is cleveland and that's why i left so i didn't want that stinking. Yeah. <laughs> i was about
4: to say i'm 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 born and raised and still live in milwaukee so i have no dog in this fight
3: <laughs> yeah milwaukee's a but, different place that's for sure
4: <laughs> and i mean we'll talk about that a little later but uh yeah, uh, how and how in the world did you become a Yankees fan growing up in Maryland?
3: Okay, so I never, like, I watched baseball, but not religiously. So when I started watching, um, I'm a big fan of Aaron Judge. Mm. If he could get rid of his teeth, he would be the perfect man.
2: <laughs> you said if, if he could get rid of his teeth. That's hilarious. Well, maybe you could help him out with that. All you right? know, you punch him in the face uh, out of love, you know? I'm pretty sure you could probably take care of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I'm hoping he doesn't hear this podcast, because that would be pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I'll
2: make hey man, sure. some anyway, people are into kinky shit, you never know, that might be his thing. I think he's pretty
3: cool. He's like a powerhouse, and then I started watching more baseball, and, and it helps the people around me are Yankees fans, because then I watch when they watch, and one thing led to another, and now I'm a Yankees fan.
4: So it's a so it's a young love for the Yankees fan. You haven't been like yes, I, necessarily so I'm, I'm still lifelong.
3: That's pretty new. I'm not going to sit here and say like, <laughs> when I came out the womb, I was a born like Yankees fan because I really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: okay. It's okay. Sometimes you find your favorite teams later on in life. I I understand.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and I'll try not to hold that against you too much.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.
4: <laughs> so, it's... talking about growing up yeah. a little bit, you are uh-huh. obviously the niece of Greg the Hammer Valentine. um Was there, you know, can you talk a little bit just about growing up with someone like that in the business, and did that, that influence you at all to be a part of the business now that you are?
3: Okay, so. There's a big like. There's a big joke running around um, Bruce City. I'm not really his niece. <laughs> so uh, if you heard that, I'm not. And I hate to crush your dreams, but that's so, just what they've always called me. I'm not really his niece.
4: Ah, uh, so it's Ooh. just storyline.
2: We got the exclusive. Exclusive.
4: And all those Bruce City wrestling fans that do listen to this show, because we do have a lot of them.
3: That's right, a... but I'm not the one that told people I was his niece. Everyone just does it to do it. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, it was kind of a joke for the green kids for Bruce City when I first got there. Oh. And I had them going all week that I was really his niece. And they were asking me all the questions. And I had them going. And then I was like, I just want you guys. Guys, no, I'm really not.
4: <laughs> wow. Look at that. You had it going, for, and it's still going, apparently, because I... Yeah. Wow.
3: <laughs> and, like, I... I um. Frank kept saying that he was going to introduce him to me, and Frank's even told him about it, joking, and he laughs about it. He thinks it's funny that people really think that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is that is pretty interesting because he's been. I mean, he's been there at, at Bruce City Wrestling a few times too, right. and, and we've been going there for quite a while. And I was kind of, I was always wondering, like when they were going to bring him in to manage you or. How come you weren't, like, he was the hammer, why aren't you, you know, the, the wrench or, you know, another tool or <laughs> the, the, something? The wrench?
2: How about the mallet, man? <laughs> that, that, that's a little more imposing than a the wrench. The mallet? The
4: sledgehammer? The sledgehammer, yeah. there you yeah. go, there you go. There you go, that's better. Yeah, that's, that, that. hey, breaking news right here, all you Bruce City Wrestling fans, let's go. Let's get it right from now on, okay? No yeah, relation. Yeah. <laughs> man.
2: So, so sorry, is, that is that there is any truth to the dreams rumor dreams. that in reality you are actually Coco Bewares' niece? Is 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 that <laughs> not true? Also,
3: get out of here. Let's, uh, let's start a
4: new rumor. I, I heard you. Br-
3: that's Lena. She's uh, <laughs> or Lena? Vanessa. Either one of them.
2: <laughs>
4: Which one? Who is related to Brutus the Barber Beefcake to make the new dream team?
3: Hmm. <laughs> You have to put
2: Stacy in there somewhere. Stacy's. I like you. Be... We so we we can have the sledgehammer and the stylist. I like it. Eh. There you go. Eh. Yeah.
4: It definitely can't be Aesop Mitchell because he got his head shaved at the uh, at the big rise to honor show. So we know he's. It'd have to be more like Marman who actually got to use the
2: shears and the scissors and
4: and do some cutting and strutting.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: poor fella he looks like a chihuahua where bubblegum got caught in his fur so they had to shave the whole thing off
3: oh my gosh
2: (laughs) he looks like the taco bell dog now unfortunately for the man
3: (laughs) well
4: let's talk a little Bruce city wrestling since we're on it um we saw you there you kind of become a regular almost a mainstay now these last for quite a while now that you're coming up here every month for different shows
3: yeah, um, City is definitely my second family. Um, I had to a seminar in Chicago. I think it was MST years ago, maybe. And um, I had met Frank, and then uh, one thing led to another, and I got brought in for a couple, like a four-day shot through um, Summerfest and everything, and one thing led through another, and now I'm still around. They're officially family, so they made fun of me because I didn't know that A gyro is called a euro, so I guess they keep me around.
4: Uh, Gyro, euro, hoagie, sub—whatever you want to call it.
3: The guy's all over. He goes, "What's a gyro?" I said, "Um, that right there." He's like, "No, that's definitely a euro." Oh
4: boy, (laughs) do you call—is it pop or soda in Maryland?
3: Um, I call it soda. Some people do call it pop, though. Okay.
2: And did you pop when you is came? Pop more up oh. north though, because I, I think that's more like New York, and and we called it pop in Ohio as well. So I think that's more of an up north thing. It's more okay. soda down south.
3: Yeah.
4: Did you uh, did when you got here the first time? Did you uh, when if someone asked you where the bubbler was, did you understand that joke too?
3: No, I did not.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we call we call water fountains bubblers here in Milwaukee, and that's the only place that calls them bubblers.
3: I did have um. I think it's called is it Yellow Spotted Cow or some kind of beer that oh. is exclusive in Milwaukee. Yes.
4: It's a New Glarus uh, Brewing Company, and they do a Spotted Cow that you, yeah, you yeah, can't export did, it out of Wisconsin. I did try
3: that, so I officially made it that far in my travels.
4: I think that pretty much makes you a Milwaukeean now.
3: I know. Right now, I just need to have a love for cheese.
4: <laughs>
2: nah, you really don't. I don't eat cheese, and I've lived here all my life. So. <laughs> So, Tessa, one thing I did want to ask you about was last month at the uh what was it, the uh the BCW show last month. You did a turnbuckle splash onto a gaggle of women waiting outside of the ring. And if if you've seen it, it, it almost looks like you're going to hit your head on top of the roof, but it really was a, a spectacular move. So, I just go go into that a little bit.
3: Um, so it's not the first crazy thing i've done has actually been crazier and they are on youtube so we'll circle them out at the end but um i'm definitely not scared to take a risk um i wrestle with great women and i know for a fact that they're always going to protect me and something like that i knew that no matter what happened they were going to be there but i had to make a statement for me in the women's division at brew city so i'm pretty sure we all did um as for the most, like, death-defying thing I've done, um, I climbed up a set of bleachers because uh, they were closed, so they were all, like, stacked up. So I climbed up them, and I did a moonsault off of them, and I landed on a girl for a false Count Anywhere match, and it actually, actually won the match. And that's on YouTube. <laughs> so I guess you could say I'm pretty death-defying in what I do, I guess
4: certainly willing to, to take your chances and you haven't been around that long yet so that's you know that's pretty crazy to t- try and do some of that crazy stuff a little bit is that it was that in like a uh like a high school uh thing that wasn't Bruce yeah City well, Wrestling. um
3: it was in a high school um it was in like a little mom and pop school population like 400 all together but uh my local fed goes up there and we have shows and It turned into a show that they never forget. So I still hear about it to today.
4: That's always fun to see those too, because I was we were there last you know last month at Bruce City Wrestling. Unfortunately, we were sitting on the other side, so we got to see you make the jump. We didn't get to see actually land on the girls and and take them all out, but (laughs) but we did get to see we did get to see the leap, and it was it was actually pretty amazing. And you know, I know you were there when it was at the Columbus Club as well, and. You almost couldn't have done that at the old venue now that you can at the new venue because yeah. they got the higher ceilings, which is really nice.
3: Yeah, I definitely have some ideas of how it can continue to take on the fact that the ceilings are a little bit taller.
4: You got any plans for next week, Saturday? <laughs> Retribution coming up? You got a six-woman tag?
3: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if, is- if I do, I can't tell you. Then you'll know what's going to happen. That's
4: right. All you Bruce City wrestling fans, you got to be there Saturday.
2: Have your face in the place. (laughs) Good. So you're you're uh, you're very athletic. So I just wanted to rewind a little bit uh, and and talk a little bit about. Did you were you athletic growing up? Did you play sports in high school, or or how, how did that come about?
3: Um. I hate to say this out loud sometimes, but I guess it's all part of it. I was a competitive cheerleader.
2: <laughs> so what does that mean? Like the loser team has to go in like a hell in a cell match or something like that? What, what is the? What, what?
3: <laughs> no, it means um, I did the uh, like I think two minutes and fifty seconds. You have to leave everything on the mat. So you're throwing girls in the air. You're doing flips. You're screaming out the top of your lungs. You're making stupid faces like you're having a seizure, and then you hope that everyone scores you really high
4: (laughs) so you went to all Um, those competitions and everything huh
3: yes uh, i did travel with that when i was younger um i also ran track i did hurdles and um i played softball for a little bit as well i uh the only reason i remember cheering i did dancing for the longest time and then i learned how to do gymnastics and i was like gymnastics is the coolest thing and i wanted to use it in dance so i was like well i'm gonna do cheerleading and then of course Like, years later, it took up, I missed all my high school life, and a little bit after, too, so...
4: So you definitely had the the athletic and that kind of background. And how does how does going from cheerleading and then all of a sudden you transition into being a wrestler?
2: Yeah, I'm not going to let you say it like that, man. Um, Competitive cheerleading; those women are hella athletic, man. I've seen it. (laughs) Sorry, I I apologize, Tess. Please repeat that. I was running my mouth.
3: (laughs) Um, I said like there was a brief time where I didn't really do any sports and. Like, I kind of fell into a rut, and I didn't really do anything. Go work all the time, and then I uh, got introduced to wrestling, and one thing led to another, and I kind of, I guess, took my life back. So, it's crazy. They I remember when I first started training, they would get so mad. Cause I smile all the time. It's so hard not to smile <laughs> when I talk to people or when I'm trying something. I'm just a happy person. So, it's hard for me not to, like smile or giggle or be stupid and I remember they used to hate it and then as I got further in the business and I started training with new girls and things like that I'm like god this was me no wonder they hated it (laughs) (laughs) so it's all part of it I guess
4: I say it comes with the territory of being being a cheerleader too I'm sure you're always kind of smiling and you just (sighs) get used to it
3: yeah
2: it so was. I want to double back a little bit because <laughs> you said something interesting just recently. You said that you were kind of in a rut. So would it be fair to say that finding the passion for the wrestling business—that's what kind of broke you out of that rut?
3: Um, I would say yes, wrestling, and then also the fact that I remember for almost a year straight I trained, um, and I didn't want to—I re- didn't want to wrestle and live in a show because I didn't look the part in my head. If I'm going to go and be a personal trainer. I do to look like a personal trainer. If I'm not in shape and I don't think I can look like a wrestler, I didn't want to wrestle. So I wanted the athleticism as long with like the training and the information and just the knowledge when it came to wrestling and the fact that I wanted all that, that bad kind of just retransformed myself into who I kind of wanted to be.
4: How long did kind of that, Process take when you, you decided to start. Hey, I d I really want to start training and doing this until you finally said, "Yeah, I think I'm, I'm ready to get out there and do something."
3: Um, my hometown has a Fed, and it's where I train at. And uh, I remember <laughs> the promoter messaging me and saying, "Yeah, we have an opening for you for this," and you know, it's time to sink or swim, kid. And I'm just like, "Go! I'm definitely not ready for that." And it's pretty funny that now he made the analogy like "sink or swim," and I'm a mermaid, so of course I swam. <laughs> so it's kind of cool.
4: So how did how did the mermaid persona come come about then? Just from um, that,
3: I have a mermaid scales tattooed on my legs. So, well, my leg—I have it on my leg all the way up to my waist. Um, I'm, I'm convinced mermaids are real. Um. We can't explore all the oceans, so you really can't tell me that they're not real.
2: Okay, hold on, hold on. You can't just (laughs) drop that bomb, and then we're going to go to a next topic. So you mean that you think Ariel, you think there's a a, a half woman, half uh, (laughs) aquatic animal of some sort uh, dwelling in the bottom depths of the ocean?
3: Yes. I don't know if it's Ariel because (laughs) she's kind of (laughs) spoiled and crybaby-ish, but other than that, yeah.
2: Okay, so what does this creature eat? Does it just uh, feast on crustaceans or, or <laughs> yeah. algae at the bottom of the, the the oceans, or does it come up That's for a steak every now tough. and it's again?
4: Hybrid. It eats the uh, it eats the garbage that we throw out and the leftover <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: hamburgers. <laughs> We're going green. No, um, so it's I uh, I don't know. It could be a toss up. I would say that they probably are carnivores. Um, I think it's like that new TV series. Like they're not going to eat us if they have food. So, so
2: you're saying we should just um, dump like raw meat into the oceans to keep the uh, the mermaid revolution from happening?
3: Heck yes! <laughs> We're like they're like a cuter version of Jaws.
4: Say it's not the dolphins. It's not the dolphins we'll need to worry about in the uprising. It'll be the mermaids.
3: <laughs> there you go. Now you got it right.
4: How many uh, how many mermaids do you think are Yankees fans?
3: Hopefully, all of them. That'd be a good world. And They probably all have, like, Dutch jerseys, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I could see Mermaids being uh, Florida Marlin fans, or Miami Marlin fans. I, I don't know why. That yeah. just seems like a more natural connection. Yeah.
3: They would probably eat all the Marlins, though, so you never know.
2: Oh, Jesus. This is taking a dark turn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, during my crackpot research, I, I found that, I-, I know you talked about the uh, Mermaid Scales tattoo that you have, but I also mm-hmm. found out or heard, rather, that uh, you want to get another tattoo. Is that correct?
3: Yes, um, I actually already made an appointment. That's what I saw so, on Twitter. Of course, I would take Memorial Day weekend to get a tattoo, but better late than never.
4: So, we're, we're waiting with, with faded breath there about what it's actually going to be. We're going to have to wait till Memorial Day weekend um, to find out?
3: Um, I'm going to work on a sleeve. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a quarter sleeve on my arm since I already have a tail of a mermaid and water and, like, arrows. So, since um, I've had a rough, like, not like a rough life that should be a book written out of it or anything, but, like, I had a hard life with decisions and stuff and, just self love and like appreciating who I am as a woman and what I bring to the table. So I'm getting a quote on my arm, but it's not gonna be like a basic white girl quote. <laughs> like every girl has a quote that says like live free, breathe, whatever, or something like that. It just yeah, is gonna say like Carpe Diem or yeah. Just, yeah. Huh?
2: Carpe Or diem. like Carpe Diem Life or, you know, or <laughs> the or the Chinese letters that mean peace and tranquility or some but, shit like that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Like it's it's nothing like that, and it's just a little filler. Um, since I became a store manager and passed on my training, I felt I deserved it. So I'm gonna get. Um, I know my worth because I paid dearly for every ounce of it.
2: So what advice yes. would you give to any young women out there listening that are where you were, and that you know that that rut, and you know, uh, just coming from your your humble beginnings and ha- where you were able to dig yourself out of to where you are now
3: um just love who you are uh i remember i i would think that other people would define how good i was at something or who i was or what what i even brought to the table there are times i would look back and be like i can't believe that i let so many people influence my life let alone tear apart everything that i know that i've done good like i'm not saying be cocky about everything but be confident and then another thing, like the things I the things I hate about indies and like even women sometimes in wrestling, like you don't have to show it all or do like all these pinup pictures or bikini pictures or just walk around half naked to get attention. Like you can be a decent person and you can work a hell of a match in the ring without some guy after you just tell yourself to say, "Wow, your ass is nice." Well, no wonder because you left it out the whole match and that's what he stared at. Like as for the women's revolution, you can't be mad that men still make comments like that when you give them the opportunities to do it.
4: And that's what's kinda of great about this day and age is in, in the wrestling business for women, there you know, that that talent can come out and you don't you don't need to do what you said you have you know, people used to have to do before. You you can get out there and, and
2: kick ass in the ring and you're you're applauded for that. I agree. Well, cut them some slack, though, Test. I mean, they for goodness sakes, we can't all do top turnbuckle splashes onto a gaggle of women onto the, the ringside floor. Like, come on now.
3: <laughs> I know. And, and it takes all kinds of types. And I'm not saying that Like, I'm not downing if that's what someone chooses to do. It's just me personally. Like, I want a girl to have an action figure of me and not be like, wow, maybe I should put some more clothes on that.
2: No, fair so, enough. I'm just picking with you. But <laughs> so, are are you still the Atomic Championship Wrestling Champion? I, I know you were as of the last show at the end of April. Um,
3: so um, I was in a five way scramble um, with Ray Lynn, uh Casey Dillon. I think who else cool, was in it? Um, Jenny Rose, me, a new girl, Trixie Tash. And between all that, um, I actually got tossed out of the ring and Trixie Tash, a newcomer, took the belt from me. But I still am the PWE women's champion.
4: Okay. Okay. So so what's uh what's on what's on tap for getting this title back from this Trixie trash? I'm gonna call her Trixie Trash. Pop.
3: <laughs> she really is a sweet girl.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. oh, but she stole your title.
3: I know I don't have an ounce of aggressiveness in my body sometimes <laughs> you know? uh, but uh, I will see her in the future I won't be at that um, show this month coming up well actually I I was I'm booked to Bruce city so I won't be able to be at the show this month so that had a lot to do with um, how many women were after my title so that happened and hopefully in the future, I'll be able to crossroads with her again. And the coolest part about it is they recently redid their title there. Um, the road Women's Championship got turned into um, a Harry uh, Mellinger honorable or honor belt. He was a fan. He was a regular for all the women. And he would come and bring us like gifts that he would spend his hard money on. He would always get pictures with us. And he saved all this stuff in the book and he recently passed away so it's pretty cool that oh. they made a belt specifically for him for the women that means a lot and I think that's going to push me to get it back from her because I deserve to have it back
2: Sounds good. All right, Pete, to that so. gentleman as well and that's really yeah. cool that they chose to honor him in that way because he had such a connection with you all.
3: Right.
4: So of these, uh, you know, your what was it the PWE champion and yeah. wrestling in the Atomic Championship Wrestling, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them. You know, I'm, I saw you know, Thunder Rosa came through uh, in February for Atomic Wrestling, and I'm sure. You friend know, of the
2: show, Thunder friend Rosa, of the, by Friend of the, the show,
4: indeed. And uh, you know, of, of these different women that you've wrestled, is there anybody that maybe is your favorite, or is there one that you've, you know, really learned a lot from that have come through the different, uh, you know, brands that you've wrestled in so far.
3: Um. I have to say, I recently had a match with uh, Jessica Havoc um, and it was probably one of my favorite matches and even the fans really came up to me and were like, it's probably your best match I've ever seen you like work. And not to mention, like I have those fans that joke around because I'm not a bad person and they said they can't root for me, but they even wrote me and were like, you did absolutely amazing. Like I'm not trying to take anything from that match, like what you did was good. Um I guess my biggest thing is confidence. Like, you can learn all the moves you want in wrestling, but until you understand what you need to do where or, like, what you need to get from the crowd or the story you need to tell, it doesn't really make a a good match. Um, So I would have to say my match, Jessica Havoc, and I've also been able to work a couple of good names. i also worked Sienna there, and she was a sweetheart but she always kept rubbing her, like, pinky in my face. She kept saying pinkies up all the time. Don't know what that's about. Um, <laughs> and then, kind of think. I wrestled Sally. She's from Quebec slash Canada. Um, that's one of my favorite matches with them. But I would definitely say, like, my Jessica Havoc match is probably one of my favorites so far this year.
4: And can we find <laughs> that one online as well on YouTube?
3: Um, yes, um, you can, but you would have to... Um, I think you have to order it and pay I think ninety nine cents to watch it. But um it's on the atomic slash rogue women championship page, so.
2: So I'm who's your dream match? Either past or present. Not
3: other women, Huh?
2: Who's your dream match, past or present?
3: Victoria. Or Molly Holly, if you get either way.
2: I could those. see that. Yeah, th- those are interesting choices. I-, I could definitely see Molly, and I could see Victoria as well, and you all mixing it up because she's a pretty good athlete, mm-hmm. also.
3: Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, I
4: think you would. I think you and Molly Holly could have a really great match, and, and her and her prime was was pretty badass. And mm-hmm. I think you would match up really well with her, and in, in both your styles, and uh, from at least from what I've seen so far from you and in Bruce City Wrestling. Yeah,
3: um, I definitely try to have a different style. I don't think um, people realize when they see me in the ring that I'm as um, athletic with my gymnastics or even with, like, my strength. Like, I pick women up that are two or three times my size to hit them with my uh, finish, and no one expects it.
2: That's hot. My my fault. I, did I say that out loud?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sore. so People think I'm weak. It sucks.
2: <laughs> That's well.
4: I mean, at least from what I've seen in, in Bruce wrestling, that certainly doesn't come across. From what when I watch it, I, I wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't think that at all. And you you have you certainly have that confidence that you can just you could tell when you come into the ring that your your confidence is there. You know whether you you are scared or you know you're kind of nervous or anything. It doesn't come across at all when I when I watch any of your matches.
3: It's awesome. It's good to yeah. hear. <laughs>
4: So, talk a little bit about this. Let you know, I'm, I'm sure we're kind of wrapping up a little bit, right? Um, let's talk a little bit about your. You're talking about your YouTube page and where they can see some of these matches that you've been talking about.
3: Okay, so I only have a few matches I've recently been uploading to my YouTube page. Um, some of them I download. I don't post right away because the promoters don't appreciate it. Uh, but you can find tons of matches at. Rogue or Atomic Championship Wrestling. And you can also subscribe. I think it's like $7.99 or $10.99. And you can have all the matches on their show. And they're honestly like good quality. They take the time to do great entrances. And Lou Fisto actually is like co owner of that. And she does a great job, her and Kate, running that promotion. So um, you can always YouTube me and I'm on there. I'm actually trying to grow my Instagram right now because. I am an ambassador for Sandcloud, which is um, a company that 10% of anything you buy from them, they use to help save marine life or clean up beaches and things like that. And it hits kind of close to, to home slash my gimmick. So, so, so I'm they, really just trying to push that.
4: So they, they, they uh, take money and everything to uh, give food for mermaids? Is that what?
3: <laughs> yeah, they just. Find people and throw them in the water, and the mermaid beat them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, what's your what's your Instagram? Let's let's get it out there. Mm-hmm.
3: And um, Twitter it's as well. Tess Valentine underscore splash. So, we're original, right? <laughs> um, and it's easy my to find. Twitter is just at testvalentine 908
4: and, uh, and you're also on Facebook as well. Here, I'm, I'm looking at it right yeah. now.
3: Yeah, right? um, I do have Tess Valentine I have a page. I'm not the best at updating it, but it's definitely on there.
2: And before we let you get out of here, uh, tell everybody, talk a little bit about your uh, Brew City match that you have coming up next week. As a matter of fact, I want to hear you cut the meanest, baddest promo <laughs> that you have ever cut on your opponent in the history of existence. Ready? Well, let's,
4: go. Let's set it. Well, let's set it up here. It's a six woman okay, tag okay, match. Okay. Tess Valentine herself will be teaming with Blue Phoenix, Vanessa Azuray, and Melanie Cruz. And they're taking on a pretty damn good team right here. Alina De Oro, Evil Sierra, and Stacey Shadows.
3: I mean, if you look at it this way, I've already beat all three of them. So, or pretty much beaten all three of them. So the fact that I have Melanie Cruz, like a veteran in this business, she's fresh coming back, she's ready to kick some ass, and so am I. And then you have um, the Blue Phoenix, and she's not going to mess with anything. I mean, you have three powerful women that are ready to take on anyone at a drop of a dime, and we're going to prove that at Brew City, and we're definitely going to lay it all out on the line and give everything we got to prove that we're better than they are.
4: I love it. I love it. And I believe it was the Beer City Bruiser that called this a six-bitch tag team match?
3: And I could have crawled in the ring and beat him up right there on the
2: spot. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot as well. <laughs> La- ladies and gentlemen, Tess Valentine. Find her on Instagram. Find her on Twitter. Find her on Facebook. Find her on YouTube. And if you can't find her at any of those arenas, go to the Bruce City Wrestling Show next week. And if you can't do that, all you got to do is swim out to the Atlantic Ocean, and she'll be in there devouring marlin with the fellow mermaids. Thank you for your time, though. We appreciate it.
3: Thank you, guys. TheChairShot.com. Always use your
1: head.